Most couples wait on average about seven years to get help with their relationship if there are some major stressors and they're open to, you know, seeing an expert. Welcome to the What Up Doc University podcast, your number one resource for total body wellness. Here's your host, Dr. Mike. Everybody, welcome back to the What Up Doc University podcast. This is Dr. Mike Okuchi coming to you live from uh, my home recording studio. This is not in the car this time. Um, you know, I, I hope you guys are getting value from these episodes. Um, looking back, there was a really great episode. If you haven't checked it out, in episode fifty-two, which was. Um, which with Dr. Terry Walls overcoming MS naturally, that got such a great response from a lot of you. And it was it was a very highly requested episode. So if you haven't taken a listen to that, go back to episode 52. If this is your first time listening to the What Up Doc University podcast, I welcome you. And I just wanted to let you know that our whole goal on this show is to give you the information that I find and I use every single day in clinical practice so that I can give you the information that you can take and and apply and, you know, you can kind of cut through all the rest of the noise that's on the interwebs and the internet today. Because, you know, if you're like me and, you know, you've you had an ache or pain or some type of thing going on in your body and you open up Dr. Google and you start Googling your symptoms and you you stumble upon WebMD, all of a sudden a minor headache turns into something disastrous like a brain tumor. Um, so what, what we want to do is kind of give you the information. And if you guys go through the different episodes in the podcast, you guys will find a lot of information that you guys can use and utilize um, to your advantage. So some of the things that we've gone, we've gone over in the past couple episodes, um, really gets you around the mindset. You know, we talked about, uh, what's going on in healthcare and with the changes or the trying to change the Obamacare, um, into Trump care and all this kind of stuff. And I really talk about, is it really about that? Is it really about those health insurances? And what does that relate to your health? So go back and listen to that in episode 51. We had a great uh, response from episode 50, which was all about your fasting um, and the uh, uses of intermittent fasting and block fasting. So go check that out on episode 50. Um, This past episode, episode 53, I talked about the basis behind miraculous healings and are there actual things called miraculous healings? And you'd be surprised um, that there there's actually science behind these things that we call miraculous healings. So go check out episode 53. Now, in today's episode, we're taking a little bit of a turn and we are going to be talking about relationship stress. And I brought on a special guest to talk to us about relationship stress. And she's going to talk about the five top things that cause relationship stress. And whenever I'm with patients, one of the things that we go over is the emotional aspect to your body and how that affects. And my mentors always told me that within the emotional realms, there's there's basically two things. There's finance and romance. 
And if we have uh, an imbalance in one or the other or, or, or both, it affects your overall health and well-being. And one of the top stressors that people go through in life is relationship stress. You know, there are like these stress tests that you can you can take and one, the number one top stressor is the death of a loved one. The number two is often stated as being getting married and then the number three top stressor would be getting divorced. So you can see the top three stressors that we encounter happens to deal with our relationships. So I wanted to bring uh, Robin D'Angelo on and talk about these, uh, these stressors and what we can do about them. And she's an expert in, in family well-being and she coaches people through their relationships and helps to enhance and, and get their relationships so that it doesn't become a burden that you can have a blissful relationships. Um, what I want you guys to do, she, she she made a special offer for us and she she prepared something specifically for uh, our listeners. So I want you to guys listen to the end and then uh, I'm going to give you guys the, the link so that you guys can go and get the the special, um, what's called the conflict repair kit, okay? Uh, stay to the end. I'll give you guys the link to that. So a little bit about Robin. Um, she's what she calls herself a rogue psychotherapist. Uh, she's a rogue psychotherapist turned relationship coach. And she's the founder of the Happy Couple Expert Private Practice in Orange County, California. She's right down the road from me. Um, she actually walked into my clinic one day and, uh, and you know, I saw that she was, she had it and she, what, you know, her direction and um, the energy and the vibrance and the enthusiasm for what she's doing. And so we've kind of kept in touch over the years and uh, her practice is doing really well. Uh, she's been featured on things like MS, MSN.com, Huffington Post, PsychCentral.com, um, the Coaching the coaching Through Chaos podcast, um, the Couples Expert podcast. Uh, and basically, she's she. this is what she does, guys. She helps frustrated and disconnected couples and singles learn to love and be loved better. She walks them through how to connect deeply while creating a space for fun. She helps couples master the messiness of couplehood. I like that, couplehood. Together and create their very own epic relationships that last. Would we all love that, guys, right? You know, it's because I think about relationships and sometimes relationships can get stagnant. And that's why, you know, you have the wandering eyes, right? Uh, let's not let's not do that, guys. Let's let's learn from Robin on what she recommends to us to learn to love and be loved. OK, she's a true hashtag love geek. And when she's not tossing loving kindness around like confetti, she's helping anxious people learn to make anxiety their superpower. So here we, here we go, guys. Take a listen to this episode. Stay to the end. I'll give you the link. And then you can get your special conflict repair kit. Hey, guys, we got another great guest today. Uh, this one's going to kind of take you into the route where we've been talking about one of the things that you know, that I say causes a lot of joy and happiness and can cause a lot of stress in your life. This is your relationships. And today we have an expert on that for relationships. We have Robin D'Angelo on the podcast today, and she's going to talk to you guys about your relationships and how you can make it more meaningful 
and also decrease the stress. Welcome to the show, uh, Robin. Thank you so much, Mike. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. So let's let's jump right into it. Let, let's talk a little bit about uh, your practice, and then we'll get into the the meat of the content. So tell me a little bit about what you do, and give our listeners an an, an, uh, an open door into what is it that you do to help people. Sure. So I'm a licensed psychotherapist, marriage and family therapist to be exact. Um, And I'm also a relationship coach. So what I do is I help uh, really just frustrated and disconnected couples learn how to create just their most epic, epic relationships that last. So I'm teaching couples really, truly how to love and be loved. And, um, you know, oftentimes couples are coming in like we're talking about today with so many stressors going on in their lives that I help them just slow way down and just give them the space to really talk through what's going on and what it is that's getting in the way of what they want and how to get that relationship that they want. So what, in your opinion, and what you've seen, how many couples do you think are, are stressed out in the relationships? I mean, what couple isn't stressed out? <laughs> Let's get <laughs> honest, right? <laughs> um, anyone who no. is, yeah, right? anyone who is in a relationship with someone else other than themselves, there's going to be a level of stress. You're attempting to create a life with someone whose brain operates completely different than yours, who has a completely different history of their life and growing up and what the world means. So that's going to cause a certain level of stress for any couple. Yeah, I can attest to that. You know, when my <laughs> wife and I first got married, I mean, and we, we've known each other, by the way, since we were 10 years old, and we mm-hmm. grew up together. And, you know, you think you know somebody, and then you get married. And then all of a sudden, everything starts to change, you know, and our, our first year of marriage was very, very stressful. And, um, you know, I, I, you know, luckily we made it through it and we, we solved our issues and, you know, happily ever after. But I know a lot of couples, they, they linger on with that, right? They, they carry on in, in that stressful mode and it really affects their familial relationships, the children, if there are any children. And then uh, it goes on to affect their health. So in, uh, let's kind of get into the what are some of the like the, the top five things that cause relationship stress, and then what what do we need to do about that? Yeah. Oh gosh, such a great question. Um, well, and I do just want to start preface with you know most couples wait on average about seven years to get help with their relationship if there are some major stressors and they're open to you know seeing an expert. Um, And sometimes that's too long. I mean, seven years. Can you imagine just having the stressors of seven years? Why why is that? Do you think that they just don't recognize it? Oh, no, they recognize it. But we have this this wonderful part of our brains called our egos. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We think we can do it. We think we can get through it. Think we don't need help. A lot of people um, honestly don't believe in things like therapy or coaching. um, And they just think, we've got to be able to get through this. And people sometimes see it as a weakness. There's still a stigma around this. So fortunately, people are waiting just a little bit too long um, to get started. But to answer your question, I want to dive right in. I know your listeners are are probably chomping at the bit um, to hear about this. But I'd say the number, you know, I'm going to start with kind of like number five and and go up to the, the most, the most stressful, but I'd say number five would probably be like our demanding schedules, right? Okay. Okay. 
we're working more and more and more. Um, more often, there are two people in the household now that are working full-time jobs. Um, there's so many more entrepreneurs now, as you know. Yeah. So oftentimes there's couples where it's one or even both partners are entrepreneurs. And as we know, owning a business, I mean, you're, you're busy. So demanding schedules causes so much stress in our relationships, especially you add in kids, right? Oh, yeah. Huge. Them, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so what, what do we do about that with the demanding schedules? You know, it might sound totally like, oh, well, duh, Robin, but I always recommend let's get down to the basics. Um, if you guys are having these demanding schedules and you are pretty tech savvy, sync up calendars on your phone. I cannot tell you how life-saving this can be when you can just pull up your calendar and know that maybe your wife is in a meeting from a certain time to a certain time, right? So, so really being able to see what each other's schedules are, being able to invite each other to events um, via your calendar where if you're not maybe able to reach out and connect with them, you know, via text or cell phone, you can at least put something on the calendar. And if you're not tech savvy, get old school, pull out the wall calendar, <laughs> right? Or the whiteboard, yeah. the baseboard, and just keep each other abreast of what's going on in your lives. So what if, you know, the, you're, you're in a therapy session and you give this advice and then somebody says, well, you know, I just looked at my husband's calendar and there is just no space. I mean, I'm not even able to fit myself into his calendar. What do you say to that? Right. Well, and that's when I say this is why we have times to connect every week. Um, this is when we sit down and, and you know, this is um, kind of part of my next one of the next stressors. But I'll just kind of dive right into it is like having that moment to connect with your partner at a minimum once a week to say, what do we got going on coming up in this next week? Mm. Right? Yes. Like, let's take a look at our calendars, no pressure, um, no stress. Like, what do we just like, let's explore together. Let's take a look together. Great, great, great. So if, if a pa uh, if, if a person comes in and they're, you know, they're just like, well, and, and I'm sure you see this a lot. They're just kind of like, well, I don't want to make any changes, you know, uh -huh. like this is this is my schedule. And, and uh, you know, I, um, I'm and I hear this from a lot of especially males in the relationship. Mm -hmm. Look, I'm I have to go out. I have to make the money. I have to do this, blah, blah, blah. I'm the I'm the hunter. Right. Yeah. What do you say to that? That's when the therapist in me jumps in. Yes. And okay, yes. Let's take a look at what it means to you to be the hunter. Mm. Take a look at what it would mean for the hunter to adjust his schedule, right? And it's yeah. more of a psychological level of like, what does this actually mean to you? Does it mean that you're less of a provider, mm. right? Let's share with my patients and my clients that men operate from this place called the three P's. Mm. Everything on a primal level that a man is either doing, saying, thinking about um, is rooted in these three things. Um, protection providing and procreation. Can mm -hmm. I protect and provide and procreate for my tribe? It goes back to tribal times, my tribe, my community, my partner. So if anything threatens one of those three P's, it's going to cause disruption. So that's why I try to um, share with everyone, like what's going on in our brains and then say, what does that mean to you? Uh, so, do you so do you think that, that, that there has to come 
I mean, I mean, this is an obvious answer, but you, you think that there has to be a compromise and an understanding on each partner's part? Understanding is the key word. You just nailed it. Um, I really personally hate the word compromise. I like to call it negotiated agreement because mm-hmm. the word compromise sometimes triggers people, makes yeah. them just like, all I'm doing is giving, 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 and giving up and giving in. So yes, I think negotiated agreement, but again, just the conversation. What does it mean to move things around? What would that mean to you? You know? Perfect. All right. What's the next stress? The next one was, I was thinking about this and it's really the uneven distribution of like home or family contribution, right? So it's couples sometimes feeling like, well, this isn't fair. I feel like I'm doing all the work. Hmm. Or I feel like you're not contributing. Um, And so what I say to that is if there's kids involved, create a chore chart, get them involved, get them contributing. Um, Even if, you know, if there's no kids, this goes back to what I was saying earlier about have a weekly discussion. What are our upcoming events? What do we have on the calendar? What are our activities? And how can we start to plan around those so that we feel that there's a little bit more even contribution. And there's going to be times, Mike, when one person just has to give more than the other. And those are usually, usually, um, you know, pretty temporary depending on the situation. So again, going back to your comment of understanding, this is where I say we have to have those conversations. We have to talk about what does it mean to you that it feels like your partner's not giving as much as you need them to do, you know? And so just, just being able to have that open line of communication. Yes. I, yeah. I, I, I've seen that a lot is that <laughs> lack of communication, right? Or, 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 or sometimes people, they, they think that they're communicating, but nothing is being really said, you know? You know what's funny about that? Yeah. I always say, you know, I have a lot of couples that come in that their number one um, reason usually for calling is, Robin, we can't communicate. And I'll mm. tell you now, <laughs> we all communicate all the time. Even when you're not saying anything, you're communicating a pretty big message. So <laughs> yeah. what I say to that is we just need to learn how to communicate more productively and effectively. Perfect. Which kind of leads me to the next one. What if I can go ahead and jump in? Is yep. that okay? Um, finances, financial decision making. That's a major, <laughs> major stressor, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure, you know, I'm sure you see this. I'm sure you experience it. I myself experience this with my husband. I mean, we're we're human. Here's what I say to that. There's this really cool thing called a money personality. We all have them. And there are free money personality quizzes online. You literally can just Google money personality quiz. I'm of the belief that the better we understand ourselves and our partners, the better everything is. So take a free money quiz, money personality quiz, and just see what's your personality. Are you more of a saver? Are you more, um, you're okay with spending on, you know, Starbucks every single day and you're totally okay? that, right? So number one, get to know what your money personality is and then sit down part of that weekly discussion. I always recommend, can you carve out about five to 10 minutes and say, let's take a look at our financial goals one year, three years, five years and beyond. Like, let's just dream, no pressure. Let's just talk about together. Where do you see us in about a year? What would you like to see in our family in our relationship would you like to see more vacations would you i mean obviously (laughs) right yeah yeah 
So just, again, having those conversations and creating space for that so that the stress isn't just building up because you're not talking. So what about the, you know, there's always, you see this in the news and the discussions about, well, men's egos getting hurt if their if their wives, their partners are, are making more money than they are. Mm-hmm. What, yeah. what, 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 what would you say in that case? Well, and again, it comes down to having a conversation about what that means to them, yeah. right? And, you know, we, we have these money stories. We have this money mindset. And so my curiosity is all is usually goes to what was, what was the money culture in your family growing up? Uh, oh, yes. Yeah. You know, my dad was the breadwinner or, you know what? No, my mom worked all the time. So, so again, just kind of finding out what shaped your partner growing up. Cause we tend to bring into our adult relationships, what was in our family of origin, um, until we learn either something else works better in our situation or, you know, Oh, this is very similar to how I grew up. So getting curious to understand your partner and nope. getting curious to understand what's going on for them. But what do you what do you say? Because I, I find this a lot as well with people say, well, you know, this is just how we did it in our family, mm-hmm. you know, like or or say that there was some type of baggage that was brought in from their family. Like, oh, well, you know, um, I saw my my mom do this and uh, it makes me feel like, oh, you're going to do the exact same thing. Or my dad, this did this is, you know, he cheated on my mom or something like that. And I see the same signs and symptoms. Yeah. Maybe you're doing the same thing. What do we do with that? Well, what we do, again, is we give space for that. We give Mm -hmm. space for the conversation, number one. And then we start talking about, okay, what is it that you need in order to feel safe in your relationship? What is it that you need in, in order to believe and trust that your partner has the best interest in mind for the relationship, for you. And so again, it's about slowing way down. There's not quick fixes to this because like you're talking about, this is deep rooted stuff, Yeah, yeah. but it doesn't have to go undiscussed. And these don't have to be excruciating conversations. You know, I, I have a way of talking with my clients that they're like, wow, that wasn't as painful as we thought it would be. So <laughs> sure, sure, sure. All right. So what's the, what's the next one? Sure. The next one, um, number four, sex. Like, let's get real sex, connection, quality time, um, whatever that is in feeling um, just physically connected to our partners and emotionally connected to our partners. Um, Again, this kind of ties into our demanding schedules that, you know, this might sound a little woo woo, but hang in there with me. we as male and female, we all have masculine and, and feminine energy. Yes. And so, you know, when we are in our masculine energy, we are doers, right? We are mm-hmm. getting done. We're running businesses. Um, however, oftentimes what I'll see in relationships is if there's a woman in a, in a position of authority or power, either career wise or even just as a mom, because you have to be in charge, you're in your masculine And so when you are going to connect with your husband, who naturally is in his masculine, um, there's a, there's a mismatch there. Uh So do is I like to work with my clients and show them like, what does it take for us women 
to really drop into our feminine energy so that our partners can sexually and physically connect with us in a way that feels really easy instead of having to go up against a similar type of energy. So um, it's just about taking a look at what would it take, wife, girlfriend, Mm -hmm. for you to slow way down and get into your feminine energy. And, you know, sometimes maybe the husband is more in his feminine energy for whatever reason, for for whatever role he's in, which is more of a creative role, which is more artistic. It's more flow and movement. So what is that? What does our husband need to do to maybe step up into his masculine energy? Right. So so again, it's about having these conversations and taking a look at how does your relationship function and what would you like to be different? Now, how would you say for people that are, you know, that they that they have this misconception about sexuality? Where mm-hmm. would you go with that? You know, I mean, just the general thing about sexuality, like, oh, you know, I don't, I don't feel good about it. What What would you say to that? Um, what I would say is, yeah. let's get let's get you talking. Let's get you talking more with someone who's not your partner quite yet. So mm-hmm. yourself, another professional, and let's find out, this goes back to usually like our family of origin, like what was the story you got about sex growing up, right? Yeah. Was it a bad thing? Um, was it something everyone did, right? So let's just find out what is the story you started with and how has that evolved into your adult relationships? And if you would like that to change or it's not working in your relationship, what can we do? So I love just having these open conversations, mm-hmm. having exploratory conversations where there's no right, no wrong, no shame at all, because sex is such a taboo, you know, um, topic in our culture. Sure. And there's no right or wrong. So just creating the space to explore together. Yeah. Now, if, you know, going kind of going back to the whole um, schedule aspect, mm-hmm. have you found that the, you know, because face it, we live in a very, very um, busy world. We live, lead busy lives. And I've heard people say, well, uh, maybe you should schedule in time for physical intimacy. Have you found that to be effective? I have. I really have. You know, something that I um, talk to my clients about all the time is create a day. If you're, if you're both unsatisfied with, you know, either the quality or the frequency of your you know, sex life and your full connection, start with scheduling one day. Um, Start with scheduling and taking a look at your guys' schedules. Can we do um, a Sunday morning? Can that be like our sacred Sunday or Mm -hmm. our sexual Sunday, right? Um, Can we figure out, you know, Thursday nights after the kids are in bed? Like that's our, um, you know, tantalizing Thursday or something. Like make it fun and try not to put too much pressure on it. Mm. And I I say, start out with baby steps, pick, pick one day and say, how can we make space for this? Because your physical connection with your partner is incredibly, incredibly important. Oh yeah. You know, it's balancing of hormones and, you know, regulation and, you know, the whole sympathetic, parasympathetic drive guys, this is, it's, it's a crucial part, you know, and it has to be done correctly. You know, and, and like it, there's a lot of people who stress out over having sex. I'm like, really? Oh my gosh, that shouldn't be the case. Um, all right. So what's the what's the last one? 
the number one, the number one thing yeah. that causes stress in relationships. It's not feeling heard or understood or feeling just plain old insignificant. This uh, is when see partners come in and they're like, we are so disconnected. Um, I don't even like this person right now, mm. <laughs> but you know, we love each other. Um, and they're just feeling totally disconnected. So what I say to that is get back to the basics, get to know your partner again. Um, there's something called the five love languages. I mm. love this thing. We all have a type of love language yeah. and I'm just going to share really quickly kind of what that means. It's the way we feel loved and cared about. So, you know, oftentimes, um, let's see if I can remember the five. So it's quality time, gift giving, acts of service, words of affirmation, um, and physical touch. Mm. That's all five. And I'll let your listeners kind of go and you can literally Google again, five love languages, love languages quiz. And you find out what your love language is. Mike, oftentimes what I hear, and I've totally been guilty of this, <laughs> is what we do is we show our partners love in our language. Yes. Their language, right? <laughs> I, I do that I do that for my wife. You know, I'm like, why don't why doesn't this make you happy? You know? <laughs> why why am I missing the mark? I'm exactly. working so hard at doing what I would love. Yeah. <laughs> So, so yeah, so not only finding out what your love language is, is then finding out what your partner's love language is. And there's one other thing I recommend. Sit down with your partner, look through these, and have them give you specific examples, right? Because if I said, if you told me, hey, Robin, you know, my love language is acts of service, I might think, oh, cool, like, I'll go take your car and get it um, totally detailed for you. And you're like, yeah, that's totally not what I meant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. again, you know, this goes back to your comments and if you've said it a couple times and I love it, understanding, mm -hmm. just really, really creating this culture of understanding your partner. Yeah, yeah. That Such awesome advice, Robin, such awesome advice. Where can people find you online and uh, how can they get in touch with you? Sure. So my website is thehappycoupleexpert.com. So I can be found there. I'm on all social media. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, and yeah, and I'm always just kind of giving these tips like this because we just need a little bit of help in our relationships. Some of us need a lot more. Um, but I like to just give these tidbits of, you know, this is what could be helping in your relationship. Here's just a little, I call them like relationship rehab. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I a YouTube channel um, that I do these like one or two minute videos and I'm giving just, just, you know, tips and tools and strategies, how to create your most epic relationship. That's awesome. There you go, guys. You know, and uh, I, I truly believe, and this is, you know, what I counsel, you know, patients that come into my office. I, I, we, we always look at stress because stress is one of the underlying factors for almost every single disease. And, you know, the top three stressors that I always see is the death of a loved one, getting married and getting divorced. And I, can, I cannot tell you how many times where I've seen couples who are in a stressful relationship that if you look at it from the outside, it's pretty obvious. It's one of these five things that Robin was talking about. It's one of those things that needs to be addressed. And oftentimes it comes back down to ego that one or both of the partners do not want to get outside help and your health and the, the health of your family is imperative 
and we see, I mean, we see society today and the, the family unit is crumbling right before our eyes and people are looking at their relationships as just being another thing rather than valuing it. So I highly encourage you guys to listen to this and then take action upon it. And then, uh, and this is another thing that I highly recommend, do not go about trying to navigate this road on your own. Do not go about that. You know, if you need that help, uh, you need to get the help. You know, give Robin a call, and um, it, it, because it it's like you know the, what I explained when I first moved to LA from Hawaii, um, I tried to navigate the roads in LA, and that's next to impossible if you ever want to get somewhere meaningful. Yeah. So you need somebody along the journey, you know. And and, and Robin's, you know, look, at, she gave us all the, that information. It's it's pretty great. Any last words you want to leave us with, Robin? You know, I just want to remind everyone of this one quote by Dr. John Gottman, because he's just kind of someone I just really look up to. And it is this, every positive thing that you do in your relationship is foreplay. <laughs> so I like keep that. Those little things. Yeah. Keep doing those little things often. And just remember, epic love is possible. It's just about understanding your partner. So thank you. There it is. Understand your partner, flirt all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, such great information, right? I told you guys that this was something that you'd want to listen to and apply because stress in relationships can just wreak so much havoc upon your health. I can't stress that more. Yeah, no pun intended, right? Um, so like I promised, uh, she offered us a conflict repair kit. So what I want you guys to do is go to this website, bit.ly, so bit.ly forward slash conflict repair kit. So bit.ly forward slash conflict repair kit. And you guys can download the conflict repair kit, go through those things. And um, here, here's what she says. Uh, about this. She says that this is a resource that provides people with phrases that can help navigate tough conversations in new ways and help diffuse conflict. Holy moly, you guys should just download it just for that, right? I mean, I don't know any relationship that doesn't have conflict. And this doesn't necessarily mean uh, relationships has to be a romantic relationships. I mean, most Relationships that I know, even friendships have conflict. So um, how to diffuse conflict. The goal is never to completely do away with conflict as research has proven that the healthiest of couples argue, but this complementary resource will aid in enhancing a couple's understanding of one another. Wow. Have you guys, did you guys hear that? Understanding of one another. And, and that's one of the biggest issues in relationship conflict is the disconnect in communication, right? Is that that saying what we have here is the failure to communicate. And that happens in relationships all the time, guys. So if we can better understand how to relate to another person and how to diffuse conflicts before they even happen, or while they're happening, learn what to do in the midst of it your health, your partner's health will all be better for this. 
Okay, so go ahead and go and download that again. The web the website is bitly bit.ly forward slash conflict repair kit. All right, guys, thank you guys for sticking around and listening to this episode. Again, you guys can go and, and get the show notes um, for this episode at uh, www.whatupdocuniversity.com forward slash episode 54. Again, this was with Robin D'Angelo going over the top five things that cause relationship stress. If you guys love this episode and if you guys are loving what we're doing in the podcast, we would appreciate if you guys left us a five-star review on iTunes. It helps get the word out, helps expose our podcast to more people that can enjoy it just like what you're enjoying it. And if you enjoy it even more, we'd appreciate if you guys share this on social media and make sure you tag us, um, What Up Doc University. Um, tag me, Dr. Mike Okuchi. You guys can find me on Instagram. Uh, my name is at Dr. Mike Okuchi, D-R Mike, O-K-O-U-C-H-I. I'm on Instagram and Facebook. Tag me. If you guys have any questions, you guys can send us an email at info at whatupdocuniversity.com. Um, I'll be taking questions, and what I'll do is in the next couple episodes, we'll do a Q&A episode. If you want to, please join our Facebook group at www.whatupdocuniversity.com forward slash FB group. All right, guys. I hope you guys took some notes on this. Go back and listen to this podcast in its entirety because uh, there was such great information filled in this one. Now, you guys want to stay tuned to next week because next week we have a powerhouse guest. And um, I, I was surprised when when her staff reached out uh, to us saying that, you know, that she, she wanted to be on our podcast and, and share her message of the miracle mindset. And next, week, next week's podcast, episode 55, is going to be with none other than Ms. JJ Virgin talking about the miracle mindset. This is something that you guys don't want to miss because the things that she goes over in this episode will help you a lot, especially if you're going through a tough time. So stay tuned. Uh, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher, www.whatupdocuniversity.com forward slash iTunes if you're on an iPhone or if you're on an Android, uh, www.whatupdocuniversity.com forward slash Stitcher. All of this stuff will be in the show notes. So go ahead and go to whatupdocuniversity.com forward slash episode 54 for all the show notes. Again, I thank you guys for spending this time with me and with Robin on this podcast episode. Till the next time on our next episode, which is next week, every single Wednesday, call us our Wellness Wednesdays. Every single Wednesday, a new episode is coming out to you guys. And if you guys subscribe, it gets delivered right to your mobile device as soon as the next episode comes out, which is typically 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. But till the next time, you'll be hearing me again in your headphones or on your speakers in your car. Be well and aloha.